This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Feel rhythm. Feel the ride. Get on us. Power out time. There we go. We're inside the locker room. I'm Max Arks. He's Craig Wolfley. And we have a little Jamaican box lady humor going on. I had to, to bring it to the people. You know what I'm saying, Wolf? Got to got to give them what they want. Let them know the inner workings of what we do here in the <laughs> There's no doubt about it, man. Absolutely. How are you? Okay, are we losing our man? <laughs> Okay. Hold on. Give give him a second. Let it work out. Hold Hello? on. He's feeling the rhythm. He's you sound, am like, I still there? He's you sound like he's Aquaman in, in, hey, in, in Max, a, in you a gotta, fish you got to kiss the lucky egg, man. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Sanke, you dead yet? Nah, man. <laughs> cool runnings. Cool runnings. No. Uh, well, one of the things that's been kind of uh, interesting, you know, I look at this Cardinal offensive line and we talk about you know we joked about the sack and uh, talk about the sack right <laughs> oh i think we lost him again that's unfortunate as max is proceeding to get ready to move on, towards up oh, coming through it sounds like he's in a wind tunnel you're right there max yeah. wait oh oh no okay we dropped <laughs> so officially he's dropped all right, moving along. He, I felt like he had something really good there. Yeah, I know. He was proceeding towards making a legitimate point, which oh, is not always wait, I think he's back. what happens. Do we have Max? So, Max, are you there? Okay, that's not happening again. I can hear. We're pulling you back in. <laughs> we're, sending, we're just like beaming you up, buddy. And not. He just got beamed up by the aliens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, no. So. Max, if you could hear us, I'm going to call you on the phone real quick. All right. We'll, we'll make that work here. We'll make that work here for a, for a segment. Let me uh, let me call. Let's let's call Max in. Here, all, right. all right. Calling Max. Hold on. Calling Max. Hold on. <laughs> Don't you hate this? When, when unplanned stuff like this happens. But moving right along here, because one of the things that certainly is going to be huge is going to be what something's got to give. And I'll tell you what's got to give. Think about this. Cards are are they're grounding and pounding in the run game at a, oh, about a 122 yards per game clip, but since Captain Cam got back into the lineup in Week Nine, the Steelers are giving up just 85 and a half yards per game. So to tell you how important Captain Cam is to this defense, from weeks one to eight, they were allowing 137 yards rushing. Wes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So last week. The Steelers' D choked the, the Bengals' run game. I mean, just allowing 25 yards rushing. And I got to tell you something. It is uh, – the defense is going to be huge because the, the Cards can run the ball. They can still run the ball. James Conner is still effective. James Conner is an excellent back. And, uh, you know, Max, one of the things that's going to be important is the, be able to stop James Conner and stop that run game. Yeah, well, and it's not only James Conner, right? Because you got Kyler Murray back there in the backfield, so right, you've got to, you've got to be aware of some of the quarterback designed run game that they also have in this offense that pairs with that. He, that they're essentially the one-two punch to each other. 
it's quarterback running back, whereas we have two running backs who kind of give us a one-two punch. So it's very imperative that the eye discipline, right? You can't be an eye violator in these moments. You can't look at one and look off. I mean, they will try to, they will try some pitch option type of stuff. They will also, you know, sometimes fake it to James to lead in the hole and Kyler will dive behind him. Right. So, you know, very, very important to watch this run game because, like you said, that's one thing that they do well. That's one thing that has traveled well for them this season has been the run because the pass game has been spotty. You know, you're that essentially, even though Kyler Murray is your, your franchise starting quarterback season. <laughs> um, so you have to be aware and in tune about that and, and how to attack this team is once again, it's rushing too depth, not beyond it. It's having good eye discipline to make sure you neutralize some of the things that they're going to try and disguise with window dressing um, in this offense to get Kyler Murray comfortable. You know, the thing about it is you think this P- this uh, Pittsburgh defense has held opponents to under 20 points in four straight games. That's the longest streak in the NFL. Now, we might not be scoring a lot of points, but our defense ain't giving up a lot of points. And one of the things that you, you look at that is the fact that if you're choking off the run game, you're doing a, yourself a big favor, especially in what is now December football in the Northeast at Acrisure Stadium. So, number one, job one has got to be to have disciplined eyes, making sure to have your, your run gaps filled. But Kyler Murray, you got to choke off anything that he can do. Well, and to boot Wolf, right? If you're choking off the run game, guess what you're doing? boot as in bootleg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. what you're doing yeah. here. There we go. You know, that you, you want to get them in those third and long situations. So if they're not on schedule in the run game, that forces longer passes. And what does that do for third down? Efficiency, it drops it and it, get, and it gives you a greater opportunity to get off the field. Yes. So they, they go hand-in-hand hand with the production and efficiency. And then with the way that we've been running the football over the last month, I think that now adds to that, time, that key time of possession stat, right? Because when you possess the ball longer than the opponent, you keep your defense fresher, allowing them to go hunt even even more aggressively in those situations. But, you know, in, in that second segment earlier was it has to correlate to points on the field, right? If you're going to have right. time of possession, if you're going to have all this yardage, it needs to also be paid off with points. And, you know, one of the things I always remember about Bruce Arians when he was our OC, you know, he put up our, you know, our, our, our goal sheet for every week. Right. And the one that he always harped on, the most important one, was points per time of production. And what that means is if you're a, a, an efficient offense, each minute of possession should result in one point. Really? That, that's the standard that you're, that you're seeking, and that's what we were always trying to seek was trying to make sure that we hit that because that was one of the most elusive goals, you know, that, that you couldn't get consistently. Yeah, we could win time of possession, but right. if you only put up 22 points and you had 32 minutes of time of possession, right. that's a loss in his book, right? <laughs> so we're always working towards that, and I would love for our office to get to that point to where at least we can get to, you know, half a point per minute of production, and then we'll move up to three-quarters of a point. Then we might get a whole point by the end of the year. 
yeah, no question about it. it you know, it, it's interesting because, yeah, uh, that's a, that's an interesting stat. So much of that, to me, is intertwined with third down. What are you going to do on third down? The Steelers pro- have progressively gotten, I think, better on third downs, but the fact is you've still got to be able to roll those chains to give you the opportunity to possess the ball, to give you the opportunity to put points on the board. It's all one of those big, long, drawn-out things that you've got to accomplish, and you've got to accomplish it week in and week out if you want to be a serious contender in the NFL. No, it, it, it is. It is, especially when we're talking about December football. You, like, there has to be that mental and physical shift that happens in this moment, because now this is this is playoff this is playoff um, positioning and posturing. Now, you know when you're a team that's a that's, that that's in that contender category, this is where you start to separate yourself. What can you show us is your keystone things? What is your hallmark things? And if we can carry the run game that we had in November into December, that's a big thing. That's a big feather in the cap. And then you add the defensive capabilities as well of what Cam has brought, holding guys to under 100 yards rushing, that also helps you because the ball doesn't fly as much. So, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, well, if they're not running the ball, they should be passing the ball, and the team can beat you that way. Well, the ball doesn't fly as, as well, right? you know, in the wintertime. So, yes, so keeping everything in front of you is going to be paramount for this defense and for the secondary. And that's why I think adding a Minka Fitzpatrick back into the, back into the fold is really going to shore up that middle of the field and that that seven to ten yard zone wolf right. in a defense, uh, you know where where it could be susceptible where you do get some of those catch and run plays. Adding Minka back and his instincts will really greatly add to that and really make the defense even more formidable. Now we just need efficient play at quarterback. Just be efficient with the ball because if the run game is hopping, the play action is open, the screen game is open. Some of the bootleg action is open that allows for Kenny Pickett to get a little bit more space and cushion as he rolls out against the direction that the play is showing and gives him a little bit of freedom to kind of hit those levels. And then now you see some of those tight end highs and some of those shallow drags and some of the deeper ones, you know, on the sidelines where George Pickens is so effective or Deontay breaking against that coming to the middle of the field on a post route. Like, all that becomes available, but it's key to have the run game in place first. Exactly so. Uh, Those are are all major points. A couple other points kind of just struck me was the fact you take a look at that and think about it. From weeks one to eight, they're, you know, they're giving up 137 yards per game. And you lost Captain Cam through a lot of that. But, you know, one of the, the, uh, I would say one of the blessings out of injury has been the rise of Alandon Roberts as a real force in the middle rather than him being, you know, parent of spare and, and sectioning off the division of labor with everything. The guy has just grown into being, uh, you know, one of those cogs in the middle of the defense that's doing a great job of not only communicating and tackling and stuff like that, but, you know, you watch him, his physicality brings a real bang up front there. And the other one I, I look to is Keanu Benton. I mean, that young man, commensurate with the rise of Keanu Benton, has been the lowering of the opposition's run game. And, you know, having Captain Cam back, that really kick-started it so much so. But I got to look at those two things, Landon Roberts playing more and Keanu Benton playing more, have both been very big cogs in this defense being able to shut down run games. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and I, I'm just gonna dub new nicknames. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna call Landon Roberts anytime because he's an anytime <laughs> backer, any down. Anytime. And uh, Keanu Ben, I'm, I'm gonna continue with Tasmanian Devil. I'm okay. gonna continue with Taz. Because you know, I feel like that 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 that's the right place he needs to be in. But you're right. I mean, when you can have a force in the middle um, that can provide that boost, meaning you can go be the wedge in the middle and bust up whatever double teams are trying to happen, right. and then that frees up a Landon Roberts to really flow through and make those plays. You know, you think about when we were in our heyday, Casey Hampton. Yeah was that guy that allowed for James Ferrier and Larry Foote to free flow and make all the tackles that they did and be, you know, be those type of guys. So I'm really excited about what Keanu brings to the table to start to develop a new identity, a new wave version of that. Absolutely. You know, the young man is just, again, just watching him being able to grip and rip on the inside there, doing a, a, really a yeoman's work of taking on those double teams and being able to hold his own against him. You know, trying to trying to get folks to understand about holding the point, how important that is. If you can't hold the point, you, you, you can't unleash the second-level guys because they're backpedaling too. When you get your front-level guys with their hand in the dirt – into the laps of the second-level guys, um, that's an extremely uncomfortable position for them to be in because <laughs> you can't get off the block to be able to make a tackle. And so those guys up front, it's a very, very difficult job and a very unsung hero type of job to be able to take on those those blockers, to take on the double teams. I mean, and it goes back to from Casey Hampton to Aaron Smith to Brett Kiesel. Way back in my time, it was Gary Dunn. You know, the first official nose tackle of the 3-4 defense when the Steelers started that in, what, 81 or 2? They started running the 3-4 defense, and Gary became or was indoctrinated into being the very first nose tackle there. Yeah, so what you're saying is you need Keanu Benton to unleash the beast? Is that what you're telling yeah, me? That's, what, that's that what basically saying? what we're saying, yeah. Yeah, unleash the beast. Okay, okay. Unleash the beast. That would be it. Unleash the beast, Max. <laughs> there we go. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. We're, we're struggling again. As, uh, oh, no. Right now we've got to. Uh, well, hold on. we got to get Max up back yeah. here so he can He's say goodbye. He's got to sign off. Am He's I here? Got... He's oh, there. He's there. Hello? All, right. All right. We got you. Hello? Hello. All right. Well, with that, I had a great quip, and it, it, it sounds stupid now that I've, I've now said it in my head. It was great when it was just coming out stream of consciousness. But, uh, no, I will digress, and I will figure out, you know, I'll, I'll get CJ on, on some of these uh, squirrels and uh, ninjas that are running around cutting cables and gremlins. Um, but uh, I will do this. I'll sign off, and Wolf and Wes, I pass the baton to you guys, and I'll see you at the ball yard on Sunday, Woo! fellas. Enjoy the uh, enjoy Jerry World tomorrow, Max. <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. Big Twelve Championship game coming up tomorrow. On e- I'm doing it for ESPN Radio, so I can say that because we're ESPN affiliate. Um, <laughs> all right, fellas. Hey, great day, and of course, Steeler Nation. Make sure you go and make it a great day.
is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we're back in the locker room. We've got the calls coming in. The number's 412-919-1316. Let's get it kicked off with my buddy Doug from the A3 gang. Doug, how you doing, brother? Good to hear your voice, young man. Well, yeah, you got uh, four of your eight three brothers. We're, uh, we're wearing out horses trying to get to Pittsburgh this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you guys. That's for sure. We got a we got a mini meetup. We got a couple more boys coming in. A couple more of your eight three brothers gonna be up here. Beautiful. So we're gonna tailgate with John. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so glad you're up here, Doug. It's always good to hear your voice. So what do you got cooking for this weekend? Well, I, I got to figure out how to beat the Cardinals and old Murray. No, no, no. I know you guys. What do you got cooking <laughs> at that tailgate? He literally. <laughs> Are we going to go to Peppy's and pick up some sandwiches? Ah, there you go. That's the way to do it. But, uh, hey. You, how you beat Murray is you just put the football on the top shelf. <laughs> you know, you never fail. You never fail to make me laugh, Doug. Oh man, that was good. Well, we we all got a skill set. Okay. Yeah, that that's for sure. That was good. So so now you can talk about the game. <laughs> all right, all right, Wolf, we're going to be over under 425 yards. Okay, the over under is 425. I'll, I'll go over. I got to go over. What about you, Wesley? Uh, Wesley's sitting in here. Um, listen, I'm going under. More more than 20 or more points this week, but I'll go under with the yards. Okay. That, that's that West Virginia stuff, man. You can't listen to that. <laughs> Doug, you sound like you're from West Virginia, brother. Uh, he's a, he's a Bama boy. <laughs> well, geez. Arkansas. Arkansas. Wait a minute. Arkansas. Same, same church, different pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Anyway, I, we just we go, were just all on our way up here. We thought we'd touch base with you. I'm, who you got in the car with you? We got uh, Chris Cook from down in Louisiana. Oh, we yeah. Got, uh, Chris Fish from Cabot, Arkansas. We got my dad, Tom Stanberry, from Enid, Oklahoma. And then it. we're going to meet uh, Todd from New York and Big, you remember Big Cooper? Oh, yeah. From up there at Cleveland. Beautiful. Oh, that's awesome, man. I'm so glad for you. You drive You drive safely, okay? Well, Wolf, we got a prediction, man. I got a, All right, I got let's a prediction hear it. for the game, man. All right, I let me hear it. I got a blowout this week. It's going to yeah. be a blowout. All right. All right, what's the score? to 14. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's not going to be 20? The standard is a standard, son. <laughs> you guys got good jokes in that car. Yeah, I, I, I thought it'd be 23-20. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's going to be a blowout, 17-10. to 10. Yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, we, we, just want, we just want the win, though. We want. Okay, right. so what, last, last question here. What's your pap say? But he's the only sane one in that car. All right, Bob. I'm the oldest living Steelers fan in the car here. So. <laughs> right. Give me a score, Bear Pap. What's your score? He can't hear you. Score, uh, <laughs> we'll have a, it'll be like an Iowa score, like uh, 
14 to 3 or something like that. <laughs> All right. I'll that. Hey, double digit, double digit win. We'll take it. We'll take a double digit win. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Keep it between the white lines, fellas. All right? Uh, uh, brother. All right. Thank you so much Go for calling. Us. Good, Go good to hear from you. All <laughs> take right, it God easy, bless. boys. Oh, that's tremendous. They're driving all the way up from the south, Arkansas. That's a long drive. That is a long drive. But and you got to know Doug and that crew. That, they that's said a they crew. had some guys from from uh, Louisiana. Yep. So, like, is is Doug Carpool, is he driving through Arkansas and Alabama and Louisiana? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's adding a lot of hours to an already pretty long trip there. That is indeed. You know, the thing about it is I met these guys in the men's fantasy camp, the Steelers men's fantasy camp mm-hmm. they had for years. It was such a great event. It just grew. I mean, I, we had like 300 guys coming. Oh up. yeah, and up at St. Vincent College, and then COVID shut things sure, down and sure. never got rebooted. But it was it was a huge undertaking, and so you know the, the Steelers did a magnificent job. They would do that before training camp, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like in uh, early June. Okay, somewhere in there, late May, early June. Say, was area. it the same kind of like everybody stay in the dorms, or would people? Yeah. Get, oh people no, you got to stay in the dorms. Stay in the dorms. Yeah, Heck, that's fantasy camp, right? Absolutely. You know, you got to go through it. the whole rigmarole. That's you know, great. We made rookies sing you know in the dining yeah. hall and i love it that's and awesome. i always had to give them you know and said okay no, rule number one okay understand this fellas nobody's getting signed to a contract okay this weekend <laughs> you know you know, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You mean Omar Khan and, yeah, and, right. da- and Danny Colbert and That's Coach right. no, Tomlin and all those guys? They're not hanging contract. out in the stands taking exactly. notes. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody getting a contract. <laughs> Gorsh isn't standing there running nope. the forty with his stopwatch and writing <laughs> nope. down times. Okay, okay. All right. Then r- rule number two: you never dive for a ball unless you're already falling because you're a spaz. Okay. <laughs> If you're running routes and the quarterback's throwing the ball to you, don't dive for the ball. We don't want anybody hurt. That's how, we, that's how we lose a collarbone real that's quick. That's right. That's right. Now, if you're a spastic and you you fall over in the midst of falling, Might well, as well that, reach out that for look it. Out, yeah, make it look like you're going for the ball, right? So that was the, the two rules that's of training great. camp. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love it. Dream <laughs> fantasy camp, sir. Oh, it was so good. Indeed. All right, let's move on to Juan. We got Juan. Down in South Carolina. How you doing, Juan? Hello, Juan. Juanito. Juanito. Come on, Going brother. Juan's. Juan's. Hey, good morning. Hey, there you <laughs> are. <laughs> Wes was almost ready to push the button no, sending you I to knew cyberspace. He was there. I had faith in my guy, all right? <laughs> what you got, Juan? Hey, wh- hey, Wes, don't do me like that, buddy. Now, you know, you know, I've been, I, you know I've, been rock- I've been rocking with you since back in the days, Wes, now. You have. I got you, partner. I got your back. <laughs> What you got, uh, Juan? Hey, hey, so, hey, so, um, I knew you guys were talking about Debo and Hines the other day for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I got a quick stat. I got a quick stat for you guys Hit for Hines. Right. Okay. Tell me, he, he he's he's an elite company now. So listen to this one. Where a hey, where's put on your thinking caps now? So that's dangerous. <laughs> I know Wolf can't put on his. Though. <laughs> I just have too big a brain. They don't make thinking or, caps that large, you know. Or maybe it's just too big a space in my head. <laughs> okay, so he joins uh, the greatest wide receiver of all time with this stat here. Him and this guy, when he's the only ones with thousand thousand catches in their careers, right? And ten thousand yards mm-hmm. and two Super Bowls. Can you name who that is? That is one Jerry Rice. There you go, Wes. I thought he had three Super Bowls. Well, at huh? least he said at least two Super Bowls. Oh, at least two. Yeah, okay. yeah. At least a thousand catches. At least, least, a thousand least, catches, at least uh, okay. t- uh, t- uh, 
10,000 yards and at least two Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, you can never. So, you pretty can good never, company. Pretty good company. Yes, to be that is great, great company. You can never uh, disregard the what Jerry Rice has done. But Jerry Rice didn't change the rules of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I see where you're That's, going. Yeah. I see where you're going. Now. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, so. Yeah, so you're right, Wolf. So, hey, so if I'm if I'm with the Hall of Fame, they need to get Hines in because that's a great company to be in. If you're in class with Jerry Rice, that means you're doing something good. No doubt. No doubt about Not it. Not a bad guy to be mentioned with if you're a wide receiver in the National Football League. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Juan, prediction for Sunday, partner. How's it going to play out? All right, so for Sunday – Hey, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna break out with the thirty, the thirty burger this Sunday. The dirty birds are in Baltimore. These are, you know, they're they're just birds. That's what I, you know. I've never under who gets to claim the bird. You know, the bird like because Eagles fans call themselves the birds, right? But do Cardinals fans do that? Do Seahawks fans but do Ravens that? Ravens are like the do, scavengers. The Falcons do the dirty bird. I've never heard Ravens fans call themselves the birds. Who's that? Ravens fans. Oh, no. But, like, Eagles fans do it. Atlanta goes with Dirty Bird. I think Arizona, they say the cards, right? They go with cards. Just like in Seattle, they go with Hawks. I don't understand why you got Cardinals coming out of Arizona. I mean, uh, no, that should be, like, Vulture or something, you know? It's like St. Louis, wasn't it? Yeah. I know, but, I mean, change the name, you know? It's like when the the Lakers moved from uh, from Minneapolis to L.A. Like, how many lakes are in L.A.? Or the why Minneapolis not, why not make it the Arizona cacti <laughs> <laughs> or cactuses? It'd be, like if they were the, it'd be like if they were the Tennessee Oilers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I that know. doesn't make much sense. No. Keep that in Houston. Yeah, exactly so. What hey, else you one got? more thing. I'll you got you, a prediction. I'll let you, yeah, the prediction. I, like I said, we're going to drop. I said, I said thir- 30 burgers, so we're going to get 30 points this week. 30, man. 30 points. You're and going also, large. Yeah, and also um, – I know a lot of people don't ever do the, mention this, but hey, I know we still got um, like let me see. So we seven to four. We got six games left in the year. So what? So they say if coach get us in the playoffs, and I'm still thinking we're gonna win the division. I think we're gonna beat the Raptors that last game. Hey, we gotta get coach um, coach of the year because everybody thought we was gonna finish last in the division. Really? I didn't I didn't realize people were predicting last. I think some people were. Yeah, you know, at the beginning of the year. Those are the concussed people. Come on. Yeah. Those are the uh, the media friends of the Cleveland Browns. That's, the same, the same yeah, people who have been that's, stumping that's, for Miles Garrett to win the Defensive Player yeah. of the Year award defensive for player. two years. Yeah. Yeah, and then speaking of that, uh, you see TJ, TJ, um, he's he's the favorite now for that reward. So I had to those Brown he fans is. for that. And you know what? <laughs> Don't look now. But you know who's got the fourth best odds to win NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year? One, um, GPG. one Joey Porter Jr. Oh. He's all the way up to fourth best odds to win Rookie of the Year. He really? keeps it up these last six games. He might have a, he might have a real shot to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's going to be tough to beat um, Big Boy from the Eagles, Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle, because oh, yeah. he's having a heck of a year, and, and they're what, like 10-1 yeah. or 11-1, something like that, but he's yeah. got a shot. He's either going to beat him or, um, or the guy from Seattle, because that cornerback yeah. from Seattle Witherspoon, is doing all Witherspoon, really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you never know. You got a, another young man on the rise, Keanu Benton. I'm telling you hey what, he now. is doing a lot of good work down in the trenches. He's 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 piling up bodies like he's stacking cordwood, man. Juan, hey, I- but hey, you guys, hey, 
Hey, Omar Khan, the Khan artist is a genius because this draft <laughs> class, we, this, this draft class we got is, is ridiculous. And then we got the guy on the other linebacker, um, Nick. So um, Nick Herbig, yeah, well, yeah. So, so far, so, so good for this draft class, I tell you. I love it. Yeah, the, yeah. Anything else, Juan? Con, no, sir. The Khan artist has did his job, so <laughs> he did. It, he, he doing good. He doing good for the first year. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Thanks for checking Thanks, in. Juan. Appreciate you, man. And indeed, Thank of course. Thank you, guys. Hey, Riss, I'll be listening to you in another 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere, partner. I appreciate you. He's, he's on all, all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving right Take along. Take care, Juan. Hold, we, one, wait, 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 so you know, let's let's take care of business these next two home games. That's it. And then you're going to look up, and, man, you're going to have a real good shot. Absolutely. But, you know, it's almost – here's the thing about it. and I, I just realized Chuck Noll won it once, you know, Coach yep. of the Year. And, and Bill, Bill Cowher, same won. thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting there going, we don't need no stinking Coach of the well, Year. We you, need the Super Bowl like, trophies. I like, I know, that's that's, exa- that's exactly right. And I always hearken back to the famous Mario Lemieux quote where he used to always say, the only thing I care about is a scoring title in the Stanley Cup because nobody votes on those. Yeah, I always thought well, that was one of the great ad- – I don't care about MVP. I don't care about Coach of the Year. I don't, Good point. I care about the things that nobody votes on, that you have to go win. You know? Yes. Um, it seems like that – because, you know, I, I'm with you. I think we talked about this yesterday or a couple days ago. The Bob Labriola logic of shouldn't it just go to the coach of the team that wins the Super Bowl because that's the ultimate goal. That's what everyone's right. striving to do. It does seem, though, like a lot of times it goes to, all right, which team had the lowest expectations and then exceeded those? You know, which team did we think was only going to win five games and they ended up making the playoffs, right. you know? Um, and fortunately for the Steelers, they haven't been in that position much ever That's under true. under you know uh, certainly under Cower and under Tomlin. I know when Chuck Knoll took over the St- you know he was what what created the standard of the Steelers and all those guys in the seventies. But ever since then, there haven't been a ton of years that you've gone into and think ah, the Steelers are really going to struggle this year. They might only win four or five games. Most of the time, it's like here come the Steelers again. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to have a winning record. They're going to be in the hunt. Seventeen it's, years of it. It's weird, but you almost have to stink and exceed expectations to win those individual awards, and the Steelers just don't do that, baby. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they don't stink, baby. <laughs> That's the whole thing about it. You know, truly, I think it's the lab's rule. If you are the Super Bowl winning you're the coach, coach of the year, then you're the coach of the All year. All other 31 coaches wish they were doing what you were doing, yes. holding that Lombardi Nobody trophy Nobody cares about going, gee, I exceeded expectations over a stink of a team, you know? You know why you want to win the Super Bowl, Wolf? Because nobody votes on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, very true. And I, that's very pointed. Very pointed. I, I always like love that. that Lemieux quote. Yeah, I think that's a great quote. I, I don't care about the MVP. You know, I don't know, care about the MVP. I care about winning the things that nobody votes on. You know, so funny. I met him when he was drafted by the. Oh, uh, well, you know what the, 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 I, the I, Chateau Margot. <laughs> I met him. At, that was a uh, really bad Lemieux impersonation. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need Randy Bauman in here. He does a great one. The best, the, the two interactions I had with him one time was I met him when he was a rookie just drafted at a uh, golf thing, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, he was playing. And, he always did those golf yeah, outings. Exactly. Didn't he? Yeah. And I remember him, you know, guys are going, oh, that's uh, Lemieux. You know? Lemieux. <laughs> Yeah, but he was just such a nice guy. And then the other one, when he was the Dapper Dan Man yep. of the Year, yep. 
and uh, I was I, I was in the the low rent front row because I was there that year, you know. Back low in, rent well, front that's where they put the low rent <laughs> Wait, guys. Hold on, you know? low rent guys don't go in the front row. Well, no, because it, it's it's one of these things that goes up, you know, right. like you know the low rent sure. is the lowest, and then you got it it raises the level, and there, you know, and so you got and the second the second level was the highest, you know, was all the big shooters. Because you know? your eye level with the yeah, exactly, the you know, they're they're up in, so so people are coming up. And they're like taking my picture. I'm like, oh, oh wow, yeah, I'm more popular, I think, right? And then all of a sudden, this one lady goes, "Sir, could you move your head?" <laughs> and I, I go, "Sure." I, I move my head, and I look back, and Lemieux is right behind me. She's That's trying to take a taking, picture. They're all taking pictures of Lemieux, and I think, oh, I'm pulling my tie up and everything. <laughs> uh, folks, it ain't That's easy amazing. being me. That's it. it ain't too sure. difficult either. <laughs> all right, let's go. Why don't we? Uh, Let's go to break, yep. and we'll come back. We'll get Finish Everett. we calls. got CR. we got some guys up. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back here in the locker room. My name is Hannah Dale Wolfley. You're listening to In the Locker Room with my dad, Uncle Max, and the Ninjas on ESPN 970. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love listening to my little girls. You got you got Esther's up? Oh, I sure do. Just, it, it, Hi, it, my it. name is Esther Lou Wolfley. You're listening to In the Locker Room with my dad, Uncle Max, and the Ninjas on ESPN <laughs> 970. Hey, a good delivery, Wolf, I tell you. You know, naturals. Wolf, naturals, Wolf, man. Yeah, well, yeah they, they're naturals. I wasn't. <laughs> Have my issues, and they are many, as Chuck oh, Noll once just shoot. said. All right, so this is—it's time for the bell lap, Max. Uh, Max, let's. That's all right. We had to say in, in honor of Max. We yeah. had to hit the bell lap. We for had him, to hit know? the bell lap. Had to get it going. Uh, we are now in the final segment here in the locker room, and of course, we've got this, some calls. We got Everett. Oh yes. Oh sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Wrong button. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I love that board to run. Let's go to Everett. Everett, how you doing, brother? You're in the locker room. Hey, I love the introduction. <laughs> give, me, give me some more. Give me some more, Bruce. All right, hey, hold um, on, hold on. I can only give you three seconds. Oh, okay. Okay. That, That's there you go. <laughs> hey, we, I'm, I'm honored. I'm That's honored. all we can afford, Everett. I'm gonna get an email from the FCC if I play <laughs> any any more than that. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a step further. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the score is twenty-seven-seven. Uh huh. And I'm gonna Ooh. predict our final record is twelve and five with a division crown. <laughs> Ooh, you're going large, Everett. I like it. <laughs> I like it, baby. I yeah. love it too. I think I, I think we can do it. I don't see why not. How do you see this game Every, breaking down? I say we just all over him and uh we we stifle connor uh like him as a man don't like him. right so gotcha and uh i'd like to i'd, I'd definitely like to see us throw a couple td passes but uh you know okay whatever it takes Everett, i think i think i think ever since I just you don't want to, to, i'm sorry okay oh, good yeah what do you think the the proper response to James Conner's homecoming. What do you think the proper way to receive him? Because I love the guy. 
There ain't no doubt about oh. it. He is a first-class man, individual, and everything else. But it's kind of like Max said. If he's short of the first down marker, we cheer. If he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pre-game, pre-game, give him all the love that he deserves. Yeah, no doubt about it. During the game, during the game, it's the game is on, and we play like the Steelers. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely, That's brother. Right. All right, anything else? What? I love you guys, and I love the show, all of you, and just uh, keep it rolling, guys. Thank you, Thanks, Everett. Everett. We love you, brother. Appreciate you bringing it into the locker room, going large with the over, under, score, what have you, everything, man. Uh, no, I like it. Listen, Wolf, as players, you got to go game by game and day by day, right? That's but all. We can, we can, you know. Prognosticate. Uh, prognosticate. That's the big word. Well, I'll tell you, you know, what. I, I have my moments. They're few and far in between, but that's I have my big, moments. That's a big word well, there. You know, I tell you what. Let me tell you, there's a there's an elderly lady in up in Rushford, New York. Ah. Uh, Hoopy, who's sitting there going, oh, maybe he went to that class every now and then. Not too bad. <laughs> Not shabby, huh, Mom? How about that <laughs> one, Hoop? Yeah, there you go. Okay, we got CR. CR in Chicago checking in. Steelers Nation Chicago. Come on, CR, what do you got? Hey, what's going on, my brothers? How you doing? Really appreciate y'all. Uh, a shout-out to everybody, to uh, to Wolf, the wise one, to uh, Max, the, the whip one, to... Uh, West, the, the techn- techno- technological one, and to CJ, the one who keeps all y'all under control. There you go. There you go. CR, uh, every, you know, well, every time we go to break, CJ always pokes his head in here and says, you guys all good? You guys need anything? And I, I think what he really means is you guys need any sanity? You guys need any help in here? What he's doing, he's checking on dad. He's going, is the old man all right? Is he okay? Hey. Hey, well, that's that's true too. But I tell you what, I've seen CJ uh, behind the uh, behind the screen, and I see him uh, pushing the buttons and doing this and doing that. I'm telling you, people don't realize how how much CJ is a part of what's going on there. If he pulls the plug, you guys ain't got no show. Ain't that the truth? That's the truth. That's my point. Okay. I, I mean, I might be the technological one, uh, CR, but I don't know if I can figure out how to plug it back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, well you, you come up with all those little whistles and bells and all that little crazy, like, like the thing just now uh, from, from 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 your daughter, man. That was pretty cool. I've seen her behind the behind the scenes too. Yeah. so I know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm on. The, I'm, I'm I'm an insider. So, <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, uh, hey guys, one thing I'm gonna do real quick. I know we got other people. I want to give a shout out to 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 Steely Jesus. Today is his birthday. He's one of the mascots. So uh, it would be nice, man, if we could get a show with all those fools on there, man. That would be crazy. <laughs> um, all right, now so let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this game. Okay, we're gonna have a uh, a rushing TD via Highway 22. Okay. And a, a rushing TD via Highway 30. Both <laughs> like runs it. through the city of Pittsburgh. I like it. Now think about that. I didn't figure that out until about earlier in the week. Highway 30 and Highway 22 both run in Pittsburgh. They do. There, there's some, uh, there's some good potential for some strip district T-shirts in that CR. I think, right? I mean, that sounds okay. like something they'd be selling downtown. Highway 22, Highway 30, all roads. Yeah. All That's where's crazy, the Super, Super Bowl this year? Vegas, right? All, nice. all uh, uh, Route 22 and Route 30 lead to Vegas or something like oh, there that. There you go. Yeah. Okay. See, I, 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 I might I have to work up. that into the lyrics of one of the Here We Go songs that, that Boats and I do here down the stretch. <laughs> That'll work. Now, hey, well, I'm going to my, t- my TDs. We're going to have a TD via Mount Washington. Okay. And we're okay. going to have a, a, um, a pick six TD via JPJ. So that's 28 points. I'm looking at 
uh, 28 to 13. Ooh, hey, okay. no love for Boswell? He can't get a field goal, make it 31? Oh, well, all right. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Juan, too, because he 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 made a comment here uh, last week about my mother-in-law. I really appreciate that. Hey, Juan, you need to give me a call, man. You got my number. You know what Triple it is. Triple C Let's connection. Call. All right, then. So, hey, guys, uh, in the meantime and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Thank you, CR Steelers Nation Thanks, Chicago. CR. Checking in. That was good stuff. Very good indeed. Route 2230. That's not bad. No. That sounds like a strip district t-shirt, You know, that also it? leads to, you know. Uh, Latro. Well, no, but 2230, you can run that down to Wheeling. and You can. Yeah. 30 you know, goes out to Latrobe, doesn't it? Yeah. And 22, uh, yeah. you can take yeah. to. But you know, because there, there's, there's some some good ribs out there. Oh, but you know, DJs. That's where DJs originated. Yep, absolutely. Every listen, everybody in Pittsburgh tries to claim DJs. That's a, it's that's a, a good place. It's man. a West Virginia thing, if we're being honest. You know, when when you get those bones sitting in front of you, it looks like you know Death Valley days. You the sit best. there and go, wow, that's just that's amazing. The you best. know, I never I never had ribs until I met John Kolb. So, like, well, when you were you year. were post-college and a young man at that point. Well, first of all, I didn't have much money, you know, and, and it's not like they That's were. That's true. They were, you know, they weren't offering ribs up at, you know, yeah, you didn't, University. Yeah, you didn't have smoked baby backs in the <laughs> yeah, dining no, hall. no smoked baby backs in the dining hall there, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm sitting there. It was amazing because I'm over at Colby's, you know, like when I was a rookie, mm-hmm. I probably ate at least once a week over at John Colby's. Deborah, his wife, mm-hmm. just awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always whipping up. She's a great cook, right? Whipping stuff up. So then towards the end, I'm like, hey, John, what's uh, Deborah? What's with the, what's with the ribs? Huh? <laughs> yeah, can, you know, can I come like, over? No, yeah. but he, we, so one night he makes ribs, you know? And I'm like, where have these been all my life? I've been waiting on these? Me? Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about a, a guy that was in hog heaven. Uh, wow. Oh, Do you remember uh, Atria's, Atria's? Yes. The restaurants in Pittsburgh? I think yep. there's still a couple of them yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, there still are. Um, they used to do, I can't remember if it was like Tuesdays or Thursdays, or, or one night a week would be rib night there. Yeah. And that would be like a treat if I would, you know, do something, have a good quarter in school or something like right, that. You know what right, I mean? Good right. report cards, something like that. Um, if my dad would go out of town with the symphony on tour and, you know, my mom would tell him I did a really good job with helping out while he was away, things like that. That was always kind of like my reward growing up. So my Ooh. dad would take me to Atria's on rib night. That's nice. Oh, we would just put him down, baby. Oh. So my my love for ribs goes goes way back. Oh, man. I, like I said, that I That was always my remember. couple times, not often, you know what I mean? Like oh, two, yeah. maybe three times a year, my dad would, would take me to Atria's for ribs. And Once we would, I found ribs. We would put them down, oh, cousin. Man. Oh, man. Man, I remember one night Steve Corson and I just we just killed ribs. I mean, it was a pile of bones like you couldn't believe. Man. It's it's oh, the best. It's, it's the beautiful. Best. All right, well that's a wrap on the locker room. We will well we'll see you at Acrisure Stadium. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, one o'clock kickoff. All right. Hey, go Steelers. See you then, folks.